ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is the Cinemile, the podcast where we walk or sometimes drive to the movies. And today we're driving because we can't find this bloody movie anywhere nearby. We can't. To drive we, to it. We haven't actually done a podcast in the car for years, so... Uh, there's a reason I'm driving here and it's because only one person in this couple can multitask. Dave yeah. could not speak and drive. There would be some long, long silences. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we really wanted to see this movie and if we have to drive to Mahan Point Cinema to see it. Uh, Dave knows a lot about this movie and I don't know anything except that everyone's recommended it. So I'm coming in even colder than so, usual. So this bit's going to be pretty short because you don't want to know anything. I don't even want to know who's in it. I'm like, you know what? No, I, I told you something about it in our Doctor Strange thing last week, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. Remember? Yeah, I know one thing, um, but I'm not even going to say it because one of our listeners don't know either. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. that's the bit. Look, we all love going into a film completely cold, and yeah. this with a good recommendations and like this film. Talks, everyone is so many of you guys, and thank you are messaging us saying you have to go see it. You love it. Please go and see it. So we want to do it, of course, and that's why we are driving out to see it. Um, and also, I mean, I guess when I get to the cinema foyer, I'll see a poster and finally see who's in it. But for now, I'm enjoying that. You genuinely don't know who's in it, like no, not a single I don't person. Know I've like basically wow. I've given up watching movie trailers in a deliberating place. Can I tell you? Can I tell you who who may who made it? Is that a spoiler for you? Are you happy to know you that? Can tell you right, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, so the film is. I don't know what's trouble. a spoiler anymore. You don't want to be spoiled. I mean, one time you 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 give out to me back when we reviewed the film Life for spoiling that it, there were astronauts in it <laughs> even though <laughs> that was literally on the poster we walked past yeah, to get into the, the cinema yeah um, so it's by uh, it's a film by Daniels which okay. is a um, the sort of I'll say stage name of two guys called two directors called Daniel they're a direct directing duo they're both called Daniel that's awesome they have surnames I don't know what they are that's like our friends Rob and Rob who've got a movie podcast called the movie Robcast Robcast. but I wanted it to be called the two Robs and these guys uh, I mean it's a good it's a good it's a good um, name these guys made Swiss Army Man Oh Which my god, I love Swiss Army Man. We were gonna Wait, go, I did know we this. We were going to go see that a long time ago. This was in the recesses of my brain that they made that. Um, yeah, we tried to go and see Swiss Army Man on this podcast. Failed spectacularly. And, and then we watched it at home and it was awesome. But didn't we end up trying to go and see Swiss Army Man? But then when we we went to party, see Hell or High Water. Instead. Or Hell or High Water instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we did a podcast a long time ago trying to go and see it. But we did then watch it at home and absolutely loved it. Of course, it's a brilliant movie. So now It's I'm just thinking, so weird and wacky and wonderful and odd and that if I get those adjectives for this movie I'll be happy okay so now I'm thinking Paul Dano or Daniel Radcliffe is in this just because directors tend to reuse the same talent 
I'm saying nothing because apparently that's a spoiler <laughs> to tell you who's in this movie. Okay. Uh, uh, that's how go. cold Kathy wants to be going in. There's no more jazz for us to No, what, what are we going to say except, uh, look, the movie's doing big bucks as well. It's, uh, I can talk about that. It's A24 have released this, so there's sort of biggest, sort of one of the biggest independent sort of uh, movie studios around at the moment. Um, it is that they're currently, according to American box office, their their third highest grossing film ever, and it is on track to be the highest, beating uh, their their current two, which are Uncut Gems and Lady Bird. Um, That's interesting to me because I thought Uncut Gems was straight to VOD. Well, it is apparently A24's biggest cinematic. Um, Really box office well it probably got uh, probably was in cinemas or had a re-release after all the Oscar buzz and all the golden didn't he win oh, a golden globe for it or something well you have to re- you have to release it anyway to get it in the Oscars before in cinemas I don't yeah. know if that's the case anymore anyway thank you for the box office there you go analysis. there you go so uh, we're off to see this movie and we'll see you guys very shortly bye bye this is Wang this is Wang Mrs. Wang are you with us I am paying attention now, you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today. Uh, no time to help you. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. Right. <laughs> wow, we're back. Okay. It, it just while we strap ourselves in safety first uh, if it's your first time at the cinemile there's no spoilers here until the car takes a right turn onto spoiler street <laughs> um, which will be clearly signalled if not by the GPS then by one of our voices so no spoilers yet until spoiler street wow that you know when you have you know when you have those moments in the cinema where you come out and you're just like stunned I feel like that now <laughs> I feel stunned absolutely stunned I'm also trying to get out of this car park which is tricky uh, well I'll talk while you figure all this out so that was like there's there's I actually don't even know how to describe I don't know it. How to the, talk about the, this movie. Firstly, this was amazing. It was incredible. Legitimate masterpiece. I'm, I'm now like, embarrassed. Wow. I'm embarrassed by the review we gave Doctor Strange. How? What are the odds <laughs> that our la- our two episodes back to back, two movies in the cinema at the moment, which are about <laughs> multiverses and. Yeah, I mean, there is no comparison. If really. I'd seen like Doctor Strange is very lucky we saw it first. Could you imagine watching this movie and then going to watch Doctor Strange? You'd leave the cinema. Everything that Doctor Strange did in terms of, and it feels unfair to you. By the way, we're not spoiling Doctor Strange here. We're not spoiling that, but that is nominally these things are both about multiverses. I don't think that's a spoiler for this movie. But this, whatever sort of Doctor Strange does some interesting and inventive stuff. 
weirdly all of that is contained in this movie and more and it's an incredibly emotional and complex story that is pushes the pushes like filmmaking to the next level I've never seen this is like that moment when the Matrix happened and it was like wow we've just witnessed something that has never been done before probably for like uh, Tiger Hidden Dragon as well you know in terms of seeing like incredible effects on screen I really loved how this movie looked but what and what really surprised me is knowing that you told me that they're the guys who made uh, that Swiss Army Swiss Man Swiss Army Man which is a brilliant movie I, this feels like a movie made by like action directors yes yeah I, I, I want so, well okay the action is so much better than mo- almost any Marvel movie I've ever seen where the action is so boring and set piecey and dull anyway we're totally getting ahead of ourselves we really <laughs> loved it I cannot recommend this enough yeah. it's weird it's really I, I think, weird I think it might not be for everyone I but was thinking it's probably for our listeners though I think yeah I yeah. think if you're if you're into if you're if, I don't know if you're just into if you similarish taste to us you'll like it I've just I I don't even know I, there's no easy comparison point to it because there is nothing like this movie it um, I was like gripped and hooked by its its premise it has insanely um, inventive world building um, while also like it, 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 it does an incredible balancing act of being um, incredibly po-faced when it needs to be yeah. so that you're invested in the plot and the characters and you're genuinely invested in the emotions of all these characters while also being insanely ridiculous and they push it out Very a little funny. bit a little bit by a little bit every like 20 minutes it gets a little <laughs> bit more ridiculous to the point where we'll talk about it in spoilers but there are points in this movie where it is just farce outright farce like yeah. a fa- almost a Farrelly Brothers comedy level but of they ra- but vulgarity they, and absurdity and they which treat it works. though it really works because Dave and I on a separate note and we talked about it over on our Patreon recently but we just watched a bit of the Pantev Pentaverate, yeah. which is the new uh, Mike Myers thing on, on Netflix, which is extremely crude humor that isn't funny. Uh, this movie manages to, like, fair play to them. The crude humor doesn't tip the movie over into being crude. It's just there's moments of crudeness. But yet to bring it back to like, but the crudeness even... is incredibly inventive. It's I've inventive never crudeness. seen like what the stuff. I guess how we to get to spoilers to talk yeah. about the the images that inventive we were we crudeness. were given. Yeah, I've but, like, never Mich- seen anything like it. Okay, so Michelle Yeoh, like, love her. As soon as we came into the movie and it was playing, I remembered. Oh, I did know she was in this movie. I had just forgotten because you know with movies you often read about them so far ahead of seeing them that yeah. you can just forget the details so I did know she was in it and I knew that she was getting a lot of praise um, she's just a fantastic actress and it makes me laugh so much that we praised Benedict Cumberbatch and said oh isn't it great to see him in the Multiverse of Madness where we got to see a few iterations of Doctor Strange yeah she did about a thousand more iterations of <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. than he did of his <laughs> so like once again I'm completely embarrassed about our I look, Doctor I, Strange I don't, I don't I don't I don't, I don't I, I think it, I think it's unfair. I'd actually like to park the Doctor Strange thing now because I think it's very fair I, because I had both a great time in that movie. <laughs> and they're both I stand by my review, but they're yeah, this first movies that are in the cinema at the same time. <laughs> I know, right? If is, we can compare these, I two actually movies. I feel bad for everyone involved in that movie. I don't feel bad for them. They've made loads of money. They've made done yeah. their job. They're tick box. But in the next. this is just next level. This like, is creative beyond. Like now, I do have to give um, to say about this movie is. Presumably, I don't know about Doctor Strange 
but I presume that the Doctor Strange movie is based on comics and therefore the creators of this movie while wouldn't have seen the Doctor Strange movie beforehand have certainly probably read and seen some Marvel multiverse stuff well, so it's not to well, say that this Marvel didn't movie invent was... the idea of multiple realities or alternate and, well, and this, this is specifically multiverse though they would have seen Spider-Man into the multiverse right well I guess but I mean I mean like this this is um it's interesting because a a a, um, a letterboxed review this one stay on oh, shit, stay I'm in this lane yeah no you're fine oh, oh. you keep going yeah, there you go um there's a there's a letterboxed review that went semi viral that somebody wrote about this movie everything everywhere all at once um which said literally <laughs> they said this in the review so I'm paraphrasing but something like I haven't seen this movie but it is absolutely outrageous that it could steal, wholesale steal ideas from Marvel. <laughs> this is disgusting. One star. I am not they suggesting. They give the movie one star. I am without not suggesting this movie stole anything from Marvel. <laughs> I know you're not. Storage, but yeah. this person <laughs> wrote a stupid but thing on the internet. What this movie is, is it's taken the idea of a multiverse, but that's not what this movie is. Like, this movie is so much more than that. This movie is like the fundamental questions of human existence. This movie is like the purpose of living. This movie is about family and love and it's, feeling like yeah. that we all feel like there's a world that we could have lived in where we, you know, in my case, of course, I always fantasize a world where I didn't marry you. <laughs> so like that's kind of She's something joking. everyone can relate to. You're joking, to. right? I'm joking, yeah. Um, but that idea of what I could have been if you know you'll often hear people say the, the road, like, oh, the when pa- I was the road a kid. not taken the path not yeah, taken but people yeah, yeah. always have really specific examples like when I was a kid I did violin lessons but my parents didn't force me to keep them up and like I think I could have been a really good violinist you hear people say like really specific things or like talent paths that they believe they could have taken and I think this movie you know really explores that uh, that concept of like of, of your life and the path not taken what? very well yeah I, yeah, I, 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 I agree with get to spoiler I agree with everything you said it's just boggling my mind that this movie was able to introduce an insane concept like Matrix level kind of like world building stuff and it, it has a lot of analogues to the Matrix like there's someone at the centre who's going to save everything and, all the, and this kind of stuff and they have to learn the ropes quick it really felt like that to me um, but but also, like get to but also, it, it, it was incredibly like emotional and compelling, and all the things you said. How does one movie tackle like vast existentialism issues, um, existentialist issues, also while also being a really really grounded like family um, emotional drama? I cried so many times in Family Stuff. It's beautiful. It's all I, the Doctor Strange movies is like in which universe is he less of a prick <laughs> that's like the only question alright <laughs> we're, we're, to, to we're back to your cumber bashing we're not um, here to spoil um, let's go to spoilers movie. then for everything everywhere all at once you have been warned and please please go find this film it's at man point if you live in Cork <laughs> it, it's, it's gotta be elsewhere it is not, unfortunately not in every cinema well, all at once. Well, it might be the case of, um, you know, like in the States where it keeps getting a wider release because it's been so effective. And like, we are here on a, a Friday night. Like, that cinema was pretty busy. And Re- it was really busy, great yeah. reaction from the crowd. Like, you know, How could it's a word of mouth. Yeah. Right. Let's go to spoilers. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. And I'm going to be thinking about a hundred things that we'll have missed. But like, things that come to mind... Um, I've just hit the motorway It's spoiler motorway now Spoiler motorway uh, Sausage fingers universe Hot dog fingers universe Two rocks 
universe. That, 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 the rocks thing was just incredible. It's just beautiful. Like, just what the a great way. And I was like emotionally invested in these. Uh, this rock with two googly eyes falling over a cliff like what an insanely stupid little it's little moment um, but that was so we, I was invested I'm joking a bit and I'm sorry but I can't help the comparison but like we did say about the multiverse like god they really didn't in, in Doctor Strange like they didn't explore that multiverse as much as we thought they could but in fairness I was like you know budget constraints etc this movie this movie like, this feels low budget now I'd say there's, right? there's money behind this movie but it's certainly not it's not blockbuster budget yeah, and but, like, but what, what I lo- they, they could yeah. just explore a universe by having her on all they needed to show us is her on stage in a red dress and we get it Yeah. her sitting in a limousine in a beautiful dress we get it they did like, so, so much creative. with so little yeah so they, now, they let again, our imagination like, fill in the rest they like a good costume designer and a good actress and you can do the world you know and like this is like the constant problem Marvel has is they'll throw money at set pieces that in reality just aren't needed and this movie is just like absolute proof to me of that and then I really want to talk about the the daughter character um, oh, oh my wow. god what an actress what, a, what an actress so and her what? name is uh, where is it gone Stephanie Tsu right so we don't know we, she's not an actress I've ever seen Stephanie Hsu I am probably mispronouncing her surname but yeah she is sensational she's so good but like a she's a perfect example of like acting and costume and like she has like Villanelle vibes from Killing Eve but she's god she's a great actress but I just thought they were so believable as a mother and daughter yes yeah absolutely yeah, I thought they were and I thought like it's pretty obvious straight away that like she would be the villain because because this movie is you know low budget and just so cleverly written there's so few characters because you don't need that many characters so it's like well it has to be the daughter really but I just love how they connected that sense of that, that disconnection that a mother and daughter or a parent and child can feel yeah and how they kind of brought that up to like a bigger purpose of like what does that mean across the universe if every single one of you every iteration of you is not understood by her parents and accepted for whatever is going on with her but when they first introduce us to her and we see her in action in like the wild costume and they're like the fighting that's a scene great that's a great scene eight of that scene she, when she's it's like she's doing. She, she grabs a, a police officer or security guard and then turns them into like a um, like a, a conga dancer or one yeah turns someone into confetti yeah. it's like it, there's, it's she's wildly she's like reality like that's the kind of thing where like that was so clever and like honestly some of the at the beginning it actually took me a while to get what was happening and I think the movie really like is is long and deservedly so because it took me a while to get there and then there was a lot of story to tell but I wasn't like I didn't immediately understand the movie like whereas let's say when I watched like The Matrix I would have immediately understood this like this movie is a hard enough like set well it, it really reminded of me of that in so many ways this this um this character in a boring office suddenly being told by someone given a list of instructions and then told that they are the one um, I love that you can the save the universe. I love it. Like that scene again. The random it, things you had to do. When to, she to, was in the <laughs> elevator with her husband, and he just starts speaking to her in English, and we presume they normally speak in Cantonese or whatever to each other. He starts speaking to her in English. He takes the glasses off, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he puts an umbrella up over the camera. Like that stuff was very fun. And he, Davis, just told me who he is because I was like, "I don't know who the husband is." And Dave told me he's an 80s kid reborn. And yeah. I loved him in this movie so, as well. So he is a, a Kei Hu Kwan. Um, he's also most famous for uh, playing Data in The Goonies. And um, Short Round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Okay. 
amazing. Um, and he just never acted since? I mean, they're big roles. Well, he... Yeah, no, he... I, I read... Um, because they did a big Empire Magazine did a big um, sort of Goonies retrospective with, and got them all together for for a shoot. He he gave up acting but became a fight coordinator, a martial arts expert for Hollywood. So he's always he's still been in the Hollywood ecosystem. I love that for him though because the eighties was not a good place to be an actor, especially for children. So like, to, it's so interesting that he would have moved. And obviously we need to go and do a deep dive on him after this. But like, he was wonderful, he wasn't arts he? And then brings it back. And obviously there's a martial arts element to him but that's actually not the main element is him as a as a sweet like I love the idea that her greatest strength in this movie this her greatest strength was that she never achieved any of her dreams and his greatest strength was that he was compassionate and he he like he avoided conflict and tried to always put his kindest foot forward and I just such a sap for that kind of messaging I but, just love uh, it how good was all those like the third act is just m- literally montages over montages yeah, like really they funny. layer over but ha- this is what I mean about juggling tone they're layering over these um, you know you've got this this grounded sort of A24 drama type with this this family in a parking lot having it out overlaid with this like beautiful epic sweeping looking like um Universe where where she's a, a, a famous actor and there she's rekindling with I'm sorry, with her husband. Wayman is so hot in that. When universe. they dress him up, yeah. But but Honestly, also like all a man needs to do is wear glasses and a suit. But how insane! And he's had a transformation where the women have to go through hours of makeup. But how, how insane that they're, they're 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 cutting between these things constantly for the last half hour yeah. or twenty minutes. Um, but we get while it also they... while also cutting between like sausage fingers and piano. But even the sa- playing sausage fingers. Raccoonie, me- raccoonie. <laughs> Cooney is in this movie the stupidest and funniest thing like I've seen this year but and, you it's, know what, and like, it's in the same and I'm so I'm like crying one second and then Rakakuni's on and there's a man Chad is being thrown through the air I recognise that actor in his book me like, like, I, like how did they do that but how they did it is because they're good storytellers and they gave each one of those characters enough breathing space yeah. that towards the end of the movie when we're jumping in and out of them you're invested in everything you're invested in everything yeah. they're doing they cleverly use the same characters in every universe so we can we get to know them in a wider perspective anyway but like the 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 universe for her and Jamie Lee Curtis who I loved in this as well are like girlfriends and they have their like hot dog I fingers. was invested in, in them by yeah. the end I was like I and Oh, sorry, I'm shouting. I'm just so excited. It starts off as a gag, and by the end, it's really beautiful. Spend the piano with your feet. I'm falling, crying. <laughs> I'm like, so couldn't be happier good. for them as a couple. But you're right. You're right. It's them. They, it's they make such clever um, choices with having such few characters. It's both economical and epic at the same time. Well, it's economical in two senses. Storytelling is usually best when it's economical. Um, and then financially, it makes sense from a movie perspective. But then I say storytelling economically. But then look how many themes and like ideas they covered in this but it's keeping the characters at the core of the movie and where movies like this absolutely lose the plot of themselves and I'm sorry but I have to just relate back to Marvel because that's my only point of reference you've really beaten down on Doctor Strange now it's my only point of reference for multiverse movies and I'm actually not talking about Doctor Strange what about about Across the Spider-Verse my favourite film ever made I just said I'm not talking about um, Doctor Strange here I'm talking about the wider Marvel universe where they just have so many characters in a movie that some of them get like two lines yeah. And like I just felt so connected With these guys Like I've never shipped A couple so hard As Heron Wayman I Honestly know. And like the Even the daughter And her girlfriend I love that plot The whole like You know The parent 
hiding their homophobia by pretending it's to, to protect their parent. Yeah. And no lady, just admit yourself that you are homophobic and you don't want your daughter dating other daughters and she can't admit that to herself. Like, that stuff is so powerful. And then when the granddad at the end is obviously trying to, like, get the daughter as well. And then even he learns to accept the granddaughter as, like, the kind of so-called, like, evil one. Um, never mind all the mad Okay so the mad uh, Humour we've talked about Is like the Everything bagel Which I just think Is a very funny idea But the like The, the idea that to like Leap uh, Quantum leap Or whatever Into your other bodies That you have to do something That's like really silly Well it's You have to do something uh, They explain it really well It was like something That's incredibly improbable In that moment But re- connects to that universe <laughs> <laughs> and that's your jumping point to leap slingshot to it. I love, by the way, that just the, the the production design of the little uh, data pads they had, and all the sort of low, it was real low tech sort of stuff really? in the band. Also, like if you lose that earpiece, you're screwed. But like how boring she is that in her original universe, the most outrageous thing she can do is change her shoes. Just kind <laughs> know, of everything. Right? God, like that's such what, a perfect. What a brilliant uh, uh, twist and reveal in the middle as to why she is. The one why she is the most powerful person because she is the worst version of herself. <laughs> yes. So she is every, every so clever. Whenever there's two choices and one of them is bad, she's had the bad choice in but every don't you think single it's so relatable situation. Because I think most people, like unless you're like maybe a sociopath or like a narcissist, like most people, at sometimes or other probably do feel like the worst version of themselves. Yeah, and that's just like a really relatable thing. And then the other bit that like I love, but she had, li- but, but but sorry, can I just say on that note? They turn that into a positive. They turn you. She's the worst. She's at the lowest point, but that gives her limitless potential. Yeah, she's right? limitless. But that's it's what a like beautiful idea. I love the idea. Then you, so you, you kind of jump in, and this is where I lost myself a little bit. And I need to rewatch it like properly with the pen and paper, and not be driving when I'm talking about it. But you know, like that bit where it's like, okay, you jump into her body, and now you're really, uh, you've really good lung power because she's an opera singer or whatever. Yeah. And then you get to bring those powers back with you. I get all that right. You build up your kind of uh, like your armor, your your list of skills. So then, why in the middle of every fight do people have to constantly be jumping out to get more skills, jump back in again? It's like, don't you have enough skills? Like you some of those people from the Alphaverse, it's kind of implied they've been doing this shit for years. Like, why why does the guy have to jump and and stick that thing up his arse in the middle of the fight? Because no, because their earpiece has gotten he got knocked out and they lost their connection to the last universe. That's to remember because there was a moment where they were just slapping each other because they lost their. See, their that's powers. the bit I didn't get right. So Waymond, when he, uh, when the Alpha Waymond like died, in he died in his own world. Yeah. And then we didn't see him anymore in our world. Yeah. But then, when the people in our world appeared to die. Then they almost came back up again Like lifeless corpses People were still able to jump into them I was just getting a bit confused by the mechanics I don't, I, sorry I, I don't just, know People were just about. jumping in and out of bodies all the time And I wasn't quite sure how or why But I guess I just need to park that Because it doesn't matter I mean I'm going to watch this movie So many more times <laughs> I just I'm obsessed I need to pour over it But like I just cannot I just I, can't I still can't that believe that, that, that this movie contained a scene where a man leaped over two other people with his pants off <laughs> with a blurred out dong to land <laughs> deliberately on top of a phallic object up his arse. 
and this it was for the purpose of <laughs> of gaining martial arts skills and then there was a fight with two and then she removed I mean. she removes their butt plugs in the fight and yet <laughs> I'm yet I can take all of this completely seriously that's because they've incrementally it's like with the characters they've incrementally built up like the first yeah. we hear of it is the shoe thing we didn't think of because it was so innocuous the shoe thing was like whatever when they're like to Wayman you need to give yourself four paper cuts when we see um, Jamie Lee Curtis like put a com- compass in her head we start realising what's going on then they explain it and then they get more and more farcical because I get like I guess like the more and more you have to reach yeah we're people. ready for we're ready for it at that point and yeah, then Rakakuni happens and they built up to it really well and the, the Rakakuni thing was so funny because basically oh she God. had mislabeled Ratatouille which was in and itself a good joke that she couldn't get yeah. that right and then they went off and did that and I thought oh my God do they have to get permission from Pixar like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know. But that is so fucking funny. And the humour in this movie is just like, God, I got so many laughs out of it. The other movie, which is weird, because we're saying how close it is in sort of concept to the Doctor Strange movie in the cinema right now. But another movie that just came out is Turning Red, which is also about a um, Chinese immigrant mother and daughter trying to reconnect. Yeah. Like that's the core arc of that movie, which I think it's like it is amazing that we we live in an age where we're getting sort of um, a more diversity of of, um, of cultures and storytelling yeah. on screen and and just like yeah, it's this just there's just it, like, I I can't like to top it all off like movie. to think about the our core our character is like a ha- this actually hadn't even occurred to me and this shows how far we've come it's only now just occurred to me that oh wow our protagonist and our villain are both female that's something yeah. I used to obsessively note and the more it's normalised and the more it's not an issue like this at no point in this movie is it like yeah we get a female protagonist you know what I mean it's just she just is and Un- it's like, unlike to come back to Disney and Marvel when they like to have their moment and like in those movies and yeah, show you like like with Captain Marvel and yeah, stuff yeah um, I'm it's just, just a girl I just, yeah, I could talk about this movie all night, but we're nearly home, and yeah. I, I've actually forgotten so many of the specifics because it was so wild. Like you need a pen and paper. I just loved. I just loved. I really was a fan of the third act. It really like because I was like, how are they going to pull all this together? I love how they did it, it like, into it, three segments as well, and the first one ended, and then she was at the cinema watching her own movie, and then it said Alexander Wang produced it, but then it didn't say he produced the actual movie. I was like, what's happening? Yeah, it's I another universe. I guess I thought maybe it's a very like, fashionable he'd universe. Done some of her dresses, and I just love that in in every universe because I'm a sucker for a love story. I love that in every universe she had Waymond, and then. Yeah. The daughter obviously didn't exist in that universe, right? The cinematic, the cin- the universe where she's a superstar. She almost appeared to be pe- playing herself in a little bit in that universe, which I enjoyed. Um, so the daughter couldn't leap into that universe. What I don't get at the end is when the daughter. This is the bit I couldn't understand, and I know I just said we need to wrap up. But when the daughter, she did jump into the bagel world, right? The kind of bad daughter. Yeah. So then. Is she gone, the baddie, and then her other daughter's just back to herself again? That's the bit I couldn't understand. Oh, in the end. Is the in well, the end is that does that daughter conscious of everything that happened? Oh, good question. I don't know. I think know. she is because I, know, I think your one said, "I am her. I'm all of them." Yeah, I'm all of them. And I think it them both making and this is what I find really profound to make the conscious I, decision to live in your own life and not be fantasizing and the road less taken and. And abandoning your family when there's financial issues and things aren't going well, and all the things people do to to just be like, no, I am gonna stay here and I'm gonna. 
yeah, work I think, it out. I think the implication is it, it's it's both of them, and they still have access to all these these worlds. But yeah, like you said, they've. But then it kind of made, made me think. God, I'd I'd probably leap into the movie star world sometimes, like. And also the what I find interesting is that Wayman's so clever because you know the way he hit the divorce papers and he said, "You only ever pay attention to me in an emergency." He's so emotionally attuned to her. He's right. She only now has realised she loved him because she saw him in like eight different universes. And un- she only understood how great he is because she met Hot Waymond in the movie star universe who she'd never married so she couldn't have him. And he made her realise, he made her value her own Waymond when he was like yeah. telling her how he works so, against stress and how he was like you know I would have been happy just doing taxes and laundry with you and that it, made her love her own one but I love she, that line but she wouldn't have loved her own she she was a kind of over her own husband she did need the wool pulled out from under her so but it's like you, right. it's like you were saying it's like that's because she was just lost in the in the what if of her, yeah. of her own life that the road not taken but the um um that whole that whole the way they 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 had those moments where they would group a character together like all the the Waymans at once talking together it's so beautiful and i love this idea that you know really the villain in this movie is um it's existential bleakness right it's the the daughter says nothing matters you know i've looked everywhere nothing matters and, and that the and i lonely, i like personally loneliness. have felt myself Sometimes, like, I'm not religious, I'm not, um, you know, staring into the void. Sometimes you can, you feel yourself at risk of slipping into the dark hole of the bagel. Like, what's the point of anything mm-hmm. if it, nothing means anything? And I love the idea this movie is saying, you know, the thing that anchors you and pulls you back, which is visually brought together beautifully when the grandfather comes in behind her uh, the, the grandfather the, being doctor the dad up. comes in behind her yeah and everyone they're pulling her together it's you know it's family and the people you love that um that anchor us and, and and ground us in in our own reality and any reality so i don't know yeah i think it's very beautiful absolutely very beautiful message. amazing we're just putting okay, in stop sorry I'm not going to crash into a car here. I'm doing a great that is, job. Oh, God. Um, so <laughs> I'm not going to criticize your driving on the podcast. But uh, that was touch and go. It wasn't. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Let us know what you thought of this movie. Yes. We absolutely loved it, clearly. Uh, we lo- I think I'll be thinking about it for a long time. Um, please get in touch on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or the cinemile.gmail.com because we'd love to hear from you. And head over to our Patreon if you want to hear us talking about loads of TV, like I just mentioned the Pentaver, but we we're talking about the staircase. We were talking about Moon Knight. Moon Knight. We talked about so many shows. Roar. Like Roar. We talked Pachinko. about Chinko. Chinko. Yeah, a load of um, Apple TV stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff on there. Uh, that's Patreon.com forward slash the cinema. And our new vote's gone up because uh, we just moved house. So our new. Um, uh, retro movie is Moving House Moving themes. House and so some of our options six Moving House themes House Sitter is, is looking good uh, Beetlejuice uh, The Money Pit they're the kind of retro movies going around at the moment about Moving House on our poll so head over to Patreon and join in the fun and thanks for listening thanks for listening bye, bye. every rejection every disappointment has led you here to this moment Distract you from it.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.